And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number six. Are any Krabby Coffee Shop, uh, Krabby Coffee Shop coffee cups left? I don't think so. And I hope this, you got one. Isn't this segment five? Yeah, I think you did bad math, Mayor. I think it's five. No, no. There's five minutes. segments in each hour. Nope. Nope. Segment one, two, three. I'm... Not good at math myself, but I think this is five, not six. Anyway, let's not get derailed on that. Commencing <laughs> Garage Logic segment number five. There we go. One of my favorite essays of all time is E.B. White's essay called The Eye of Edna, written about Hurricane Edna in 1954 or five. Mm-hmm. And it's about, I just love his work. And it's about, he was living on a saltwater farm in Maine. And it's really also a great story about radio, radio being the preeminent means of communication in the day, aside from newspapers, and how the radios were taking a new liking to the discovery of hurricanes. And okay. reporters would go out and, and say, the water's up to the wheels here, and uh, they were reporting it almost as though uh, – and then he would say things like, it's traveling north at the speed of a medium-priced automobile, the <laughs> hurricane coming towards Maine. And it was a whopper. Edna was a whopper. And now the Carolinas are getting prepared for a whopper. And do you all remember, for about the last eight years, there's really been no uh, significant hurricane activity in the Atlantic. And it it was attributed to what? Global Global warming. No. Climate change. No. There was no uh, hurricane activity. Oh, oh, to uh, luck. What was it attributed to? Luck. Very good luck. Luck. And I remember saying, well, okay, if there are no hurricanes and that's luck— that you can't have it both ways. And then if you get a hurricane, you can't tell me that's caused by an evil mother driving her children to soccer practice in the Dodge minivan. You just can't have it both ways. I predict, and this is terrible. This is a terrible storm heading towards the Carolinas. Have I ever denied the climate is changing? No. No. Never. It's always changed. And it always will. What I deny is the effort to politicize this inevitability and turn it into another revenue growth stream for government. That's what I'm denying. Right. I'm the great denier when it comes to that. You've been called that by a, a sitting mayor of a major metropolis. So here we have uh, a possibly a category four storm that's going to hit the Carolinas either, uh, well, I, I suppose as soon as maybe Wednesday night or early Wednesday morning into Thursday, Thursday night. And I, I have no doubt that it's going to be devastating. It, it, sounds, it sounds like the uh, hurricane's going to come on land and hit what they're calling an atmospheric brick fence mm-hmm. and just stop and dump water on the Carolinas. Yeah. Th- there's no way in hell I'm diminishing that. But what's the one big difference? We alluded to it earlier in the podcast. What's the one big difference between now and the last time the Carolinas got hit, which was Hurricane Hazel in 1954? There's way more people. People. Yeah, people are living right up to the edge of the water. They've pushed the limits. They're right on the... What do they expect? They're going to get hammered. They're just going to get hammered. 
North Carolina has been hit by only one other Category 4 storm since reliable record-keeping began in the 1850s. That was Hazel in 1954. Hugo made landfall in South Carolina as a Category 4 in 1989. So, A, it's happened before, and B, it's going to happen again. But it will, yes, it will be more devastating than 1954. In comparison, Florida, which is closer to the equator and in line with part of the Atlantic where hurricanes are born off the African coast, has had at least five hurricanes in the past century of Category 4 or greater, including Andrew, in 1992. Hazel's, now remember these figures, you can compare them to the news that will develop over the week. Hazel's winds were clocked at 150 miles an hour at the North Carolina coast and kept roaring inland. They were only slightly diminished by the time the storm reached Raleigh, 150 miles inland. 19 people died in North Carolina. The storm destroyed an estimated 15,000 buildings. Hazel stands as a benchmark storm in North Carolina's history, said Jay Barnes, author of books on the hurricane histories of both North Carolina and Florida. We had a tremendous amount of destruction all across this state. Twelve hours after its landfall, Hazel was in Buffalo, New York, and had ripped through seven states with winds still swirling at 100 miles an hour. Few people have experienced the ferocity of a storm like Hazel, which was also blamed for at least 60 deaths in Virginia, Pennsylvania, and New York State. Jerry Helms, 86, was on his honeymoon on a barrier island off the North Carolina coast when Hazel hit on the evening of October 14, 1954. He and his new bride had been to a roller skating rink and missed the evacuation warnings from police officers who went, who went door to door. What? So the coppers didn't bother to go to the roller rink <laughs> where, wow. where, uh, where Jerry and the, and the, you know. Wow, we got the, the place to ourselves. Yeah. Hot spring <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Man. Hazel obliterated all but five of the 357 buildings in the beach community wow. now known as Oak Island. The Helmses barely survived, Jerry Helms and the new uh, the new gal. As the storm crashed ashore, they abandoned their mobile home for a two-story frame house. Before long, it was collapsing under the waves, and the house was falling in, and all the furniture was falling out through the floor, hmm. Helms recalled uh, this week. He thought... The roof of a neighboring cinder block house might be safer, but soon after a big wave went over that house. When the wave went out, the house was gone. Wow. (laughs) This is 1954. Oh, my word. That's 62 years ago. There was another house, a wooden house, that was coming down the road, more or less, and it it had some guy in that thing, and he's hollering for help, he said. So the guy was riding his house. He's riding it out. Yeah. Helms pushed a mattress through the top floor window, and and they hung on as it bobbed in the raging water. Wow. What lessons is he applying now that a similarly powerful hurricane is coming? I didn't feel like I was going to be bad enough to leave, Helm said. I don't know. I just felt better about staying here than I did leaving. He doesn't have a safer destination in mind, and having recently broken ribs in a fall, he fears getting stuck as thousands abandon the coast. So what's he going to do? He's riding it out. Oh, what a oh! Come on. Meanwhile, Ada Havel and her husband John made preparations money to evacuate their home in the Outer Banks village of Salvo, where they've lived for a year. They're heading 200 miles inland to their former hometown of Raleigh. And they're still going to get hard, heavy mm-hmm. winds and and big rain. Mm-hmm. The throngs of vehicles heading inland demonstrate the big difference between Hazel's impact and the damage Florence could cause. Barnes said, he's the author. Today, we have thousands and thousands of permanent residents on our barrier beaches. It's a totally different scenario with regard to human impact. Hmm. That's the biggest difference. 
this story, uh, it was written. I, I commend who wrote this. It's an AP piece. Let me get you the fellow's name. It's an AP piece uh, by Emery D'Alessio. And uh, I tip my cap to him because he uh, he had no uh, problem whatsoever saying, look, we've been here before. Hazel was just as bad. Florence could be worse, but there's really only one reason Florence could be worse, and that is so many more Americans, uh, as a result of vast prosperity, right. have moved to the beach in the Carolinas. That's the main difference between now and 62 years ago. And mark my words— uh, you know perfectly well all the network newscasts will lead with the idea that this is a devastation brought about by the fact that we have to have air conditioning, washing machines, and cars. No, it's not. They've been here forever. They've been here forever. The people are what's different. Fires in Northern California yep. have been around for a long time, but people didn't live in North Carolina, uh, North California a long time ago. The prairie burned every year. All the time. Every year. But you, you mark my words, it'll be, uh, you know, David so, Muir will, will uh, lead off, be virtually aroused by this. The, 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 <laughs> this, is... this guy that, he's 86, he lived out Hazel, yeah. and he is staying? Well, it sounds to me like he said he fears his broken ribs more than the hurricane. Oh, my God. He, he, well, he's dead. He is a dead man. You can't... You, I, I would take these warnings seriously. Oh, boy. Well, for the, for years, uh, the youngest kid I used to have in her family lived in Durham. And they would be they would be influenced by this directly. They lived in Durham. How can you not? If you're paying attention, you would be uh, smart enough to but she's, heed the warning. She's a smart kid. She'd be long yeah. gone. Well, let's <laughs> not talk about that. Is she the one that drove up next to that yellow pylon in the she's parking had, lot? And she's had some parking lot problems. <laughs> Scraped the whole side of the car. <laughs> when she hits something, she doesn't stop hitting it. <laughs> Why didn't you back she up? She wraps around it. <laughs> but she's the kid that I, I was looking at their place, and, and uh, I was down there and they had a newborn and i'm saying you guys you get severe storms down here do you have any plan for of what course, you're going to do that's about exactly it? what you would do first right. thing you would think yep. of do you Plus have any plan you have any plan what you're going to do about a tornado and they didn't so i came up with the plan there oh you go. good yeah that, that was, was a fun it. vacation <laughs> i bet they were happy when you left <laughs> well, well, you know what it's fun Wanna to make my plan it's fun to make fun of them but you idiots wouldn't really think of that ah, you don't good. think about tornadoes you don't have a plan for get, tornadoes? They get a violent form of weather that we don't get. And what I told her is, you get in the tub, you lay on top of the kid, and your husband lays on top of you, and you hang on to, to beat hell. In fact, I almost uh, wanted him to screw handles um, into the tub. I oh, think, that would have been a little God. much. Uh, I think I'm going to try that with my wife tonight. Honey, uh, <laughs> get in the tub. <laughs> we're going to lock the kid out of the house. <laughs> do a little hurricane practice? Yeah. Honey, we're going to do a little Never hurricane know. practice It's hurricane tonight. season. <laughs> my point being, and I was corroborated, you smart asses. I was corroborated. With this, you, you remember the story a few years ago. A woman survived just such a storm. She flew through the air. Riding in her bathtub yeah. like I was a little I airplane. Yes. I do remember. That. Okay. Now, when uh, you had handles, I don't remember if I had a handle. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Was there a wicked witch on a bicycle? Yeah, a tall hat, hat the whole thing. When you left, too, was a cultural appropriation. <laughs> Commencing garage logic segment number six. Will you guys review, please, for the uh, P 
people bugging me. How do you listen to this show? Would you please go through it again? <laughs> well, with it, no it, joking, just straight facts. But okay. Such, if they're listening right now, yeah, they've already figured it out. But they can tell their friends and their neighbors and their children and their parents. And... What you want to do is you want to go to garagelogic.com. You want to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Does that cost you? No. It does not. Right. But it will allow it to download each and every day. All However, right. it does not cost you anything, but you do need to have an iTunes account in order to, to subscribe to the GL podcast. I, 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 if you have this phone, oh, there's oh. a there's a it, podcast icon, which you can yep. also click you're on. You're talking subscriptions, though, because I I listened to yesterday's without any Yeah, you're able to do that. But what Rook is saying, if you want it to automatically download every day or whenever I get it posted online, you would need an iTunes account to do that. It's very simple. Okay, I want this, I want this repeated as simply as possible. The chief and most easy way, the most principal way you would urge people or direct people to the podcast is what? GarageLogic.com. Period. Hit play. That's what I did. Yeah. Right. But fun. you also that's have an option on, do. on your don't, I, don't give me any no, buts. No, no. Because it'll come up for people and they'll get confused. <laughs> There's two. You can go directly to Podcast One on the right red button, or you can subscribe on iTunes on the left red button. Such, ask your question again. It's ask smarter it. to, to uh, sign up on iTunes to make it easy for you to do it each and every day. Mm-hmm. What was the question you asked, Joe? I forget. Um, by I the forgot. way, a lot of people uh, have been in support of not only the podcast, but also the, the Garage Logic uh, new Twitter account that we created, the at GL podcast. Yeah. A lot of great reaction from fans, including the one guy commenting on the beginning of yesterday's show. Mm-hmm. And the GL <laughs> podcast is off the ground, and it's an airplane taking off in a hurricane. Yep. The wings are swinging <laughs> back very, and forth. Very accurate. <laughs> I have, uh, Joe, can I uh, mention one thing here? You may. Uh, about 9-11. Yes. Uh, up in Coon Rapids, in my area. Oh, yeah. this is cool. Highway 10, they always put the ladders out, the uh, fire trucks and the big ladders and hang an American flag okay. from them. Uh, there's been postings on uh, Twitter, apparently, uh, within the past hour, hour and a half, an eagle, bald eagle, came and landed on one of those ladders, which... Which is pretty. I hope somebody got the camera. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all, all on camera. Yeah. It's all over very, social yeah. right now. Very cool, very symbolic, obviously, uh, that that would happen. Where could I find it, John? I'll tweet it out from the uh, GL Twitter account. It was uh, Star Tribune had it. Okay. Uh, or you could post it to our website. Is that possible? Can't do that yet. Yeah, can't do that yet? <laughs> yep. Can't do that. Also, when you do uh, click and download and or subscribe or listen, <laughs> it's important <laughs> to rate it. Rate the podcast. That's where we know that you listen to the podcast. Yesterday had to be D minus. God. Uh, On the contrary, no people loved it. People loved it, but we're not going to do that every day. That was that was from the heart. That was that was that was was true heartfelt confusion. (laughs) That was not me to take out the beginning. I went no. That's gold. If you dummies would have been here on time, I mean, we didn't start till ten minutes after twelve, and everybody said we're starting at twelve. I need structure. I need. A, yeah. I need. A, I sat I down. Need. We're sitting like, where's the theme? Where's the theme? We're not starting yet. Yeah. May but I it thank? May, it worked may, out. Before we wrap up today, may I thank some emailers? You can. I'd love to hear feedback. Oh, attaboy, Chris. <laughs> uh, and we are what? GLJoe at am1500.com. Help me with that. Uh, GLJoe at 1500ESPN.com. GLJoe at am 1500. No, no. no. Or let's GL go Joe no. at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com. Right. One yeah. more time. Until GL, it changes. GL Joe <laughs> at AM. No. 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 GL Joe at fifteen. 
GL Joe at ESPN. No. Nope. How about just God. rookie at 1500ESPN.com? But I want to get emails. I want to get emails. What do they do? I want GL Joe at 1500ESPN.com. GL Joe at 1500ESPN.com. Boom. Boom. We'll let you know when that changes. Thank you, Vance. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Nate. Uh, Kenny, I got a long one for you about an opportunity for you to drive heavy equipment. Mm. Uh, uh, thank you, Naomi. Uh, I can't read them all. Some of these are long. Naomi and Moorhead, Fargo Moorhead? Um, that doesn't matter. She was one of two Naomi's who said they were going to be at the fair. Oh. I don't know. She's from, uh, doesn't say. Okay. Doesn't say. Uh, thank you to uh, John Peterson. Uh Never called, not even once, but everyone's promising they're going to join us on the podcast. Uh, this is from uh, David in Poland. Oh, yeah. I, it's our buddy David. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's still uh, urging me to do the fair next year. This, is, this isn't David Bliss in Bulgaria. No. This, this is David and Laura in, here you go, Rook, B-Y-D. Later in. G-O-S. Bidgosic. Bidgosic, Z C Z. Yeah, I have as a David and Laura in Bidgosic, Poland. Bidgosic? It looks like uh, Bidgosic. Mm-hmm. Bidgosic, Poland. Well, hi to Poland, huh? Hi to Bidgosic, Poland. Yeah, in fact, uh, going through to see exactly where uh, yesterday your uh, podcast was downloaded was uh, quite a treat. You could see um, exactly what countries, what states, who downloaded it. It was really neat. Steve and Julie from up in Aiken. Uh, you know those guys. Yeah, Wilson's. Oh, yeah. is Steve the one that sat in with us? Yeah, Correct. Last year. Yeah, all right. He cool. writes, uh, for yesterday's show being a complete cluster, it was very entertaining. Your discussion about plastic bags on a bicycle with fat tires reminded me of a quick story. I always deliberately wave to people who wave their hands, who have their hands full, either either at the grocery store or riding a bicycle or whatever. It's quite amusing it is. to see how they wave when their hands are full. One time I waved at a guy pushing a wheelbarrow full of seaweed from his shoreline on Farm Island, and he quickly waved and dumped his whole wheelbarrow. That might be my friend Andy. I, I laughed so hard I was crying. Try it. Great entertainment. I've told you guys my waving story. Uh, I'm no. on the lake up north, and there, it's a waving madness. Yeah, people feel the need oh, to wave. It, it is nonstop. Nope. And I'm I'm with Steve. I look for people who were busy so I could wave to them to right. see what would happen. Right. A guy has a section of I'm not making this up. A section of dock <laughs> in his hands. Heavy section of dock. And I I got his attention and waved to him. He dropped the dock on his feet. Oh, <laughs> what? No, what? That's oh, not funny. God. Yeah, it was hilarious. He had the waiting boots on, the whole deal, and he thought, I got to fulfill the commitment. Well, he waved to me. It's a Gumption County thing. I'm waving back. What is the shore-to-boat waving deal? Why Why do you have to go by in your boat and wave at me on shore? I Leave me know. alone. I don't Stop know. waving <laughs> at me. Oh, I know. It's a truly, is it Minnesota, or does, oh. uh, is this happening in Lake Country all over the U.S.? Uh, the, the same thing when I'm driving around up there, Joe. I get within 10 miles of, my, of the estate up there, and you're doing the two fingers off the steering wheel oh, wave yeah. at yeah. virtually yeah. everybody that drives yeah. by. There he is. Maybe it's the relief that you, you've ex, you've escaped the madness of the urban core. It could be. Yeah. And he kind of saying, "Did you make it? 
Yes, I did. I did. And you give them the wave. and Because uh, the closer so. you get to the country's tallest buildings, the more likely you are to be governed by Mysterians. So you get out to the lake country or the farm country, and people are just heaving, heaving <laughs> a sigh of relief. <laughs> well, let's go fire up the boat. All right. Let's hit the we'll lake. We'll go out on Spoon Lake. Yes. We got it. All right. See you tomorrow. GarageLogic.com. Subscribe on iTunes. And it will download each and every day. And don't forget to rate that podcast. We know no D pluses, okay? No D pluses. All right, good luck. We'll catch you again next time.